0: I'm so in awe of how God is moving in this service, Uh, just as Nat was saying, like, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit's been working in me to, uh, you know, produce this message that I have for you guys today, Um, and it's so evident in this whole service through the worship songs, through um, whatever David was speaking about, you know, this is is in that song that they just sang, Um, this, this message is a continuation of that, so praise God. Um, so I'm going to be preaching on uh, our fourth, the fourth uh, message of our uh, sermon series, um, Living on Purpose. And before I get into it, I just want to explain, you know, the whole thought behind that. Uh, this was last year when we were planning, um, basically like our theme for the the whole New Year's, um, you know, me and Victor were sitting down thinking about it and and we came up with this. Um, or I think even Vova brought it up, it was to, uh, living on purpose. And um, that whole year we focused on in our life groups to go out and, you know, take on a ministry, you know. And um, what I noticed is that most life groups, um, there was maybe like two or three people leading that whole ministry while the rest just sewed up and and were just kind of there. Um, so w- w- what we wanted to focus on was our individual callings, our individual ministries as Christians. You know, the the people inside the life groups, the people inside the whole entire youth um, going out and and doing the work of Christ, going out and serving, you know, not just as a life group, not just as a youth, but individually answering that calling that Christ has for every single one of us. And um, the message today is called uh, A Greater Calling, and um, as, as David was saying before, like we see that in, in modern day Christianity, it's, it's becoming more and more of just sitting in the pews um, of, of church, showing up on Sunday, sitting there and then going on. And we kind of put God on, on this shelf. Um, he, he's not our entire life. He's just a part of it. You know, he's a part of our schedule. Um, you, know, it, you know, as Christians, we gain salvation, but a lot of times we do nothing with that. You know, and, and we take that for granted. We take that salvation and and we think that's the end, but that's just the beginning, you know. God gives us that greater calling, that greater purpose to go out and serve, to go out and preach, to go out and and, and praise his great name. Um, and like I said before, we were just in these two weeks of, of TBS, and um, the I think Friday night was when the teens led. And something one of the teens talked about well, uh, was Max Scherbuck, um, preached a really good message, and, you know, and, and a lot of them did. God was de- definitely working through those two weeks. But he mentioned a, um, a kind of analogy. It was that the world can be described as, as a house who's lost its electricity, a dark house. And we as Christians have this candle, and we are to go into every room and light that room. In the same way as the world is dark, we have our candles, we must go out and light up the whole world. And, and that candle is the gospel. You know, the ca- candle is Jesus. And he mentioned that, um, he, you know, one of you guys can't take my candle and carry it out for me, and I can't take one of yours and carry it out. Um, this is something that we're all called to. This is something that we're all um, required to do. Um, but the sad reality is that many Christians are in, in this hibernation mode where um, they... They don't. They don't carry on that candle. I, I just want to flip to First um, Peter, uh, verse or chapter four, verses ten and eleven. Um, it says, "As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace." Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to Him be belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Um, we see here that each uh, each of us has received this gift to serve one another, to be God's stewards, um, and uh, you know just as. Not everyone is called to to be on stage to be a worship leader. Um, not everyone is called to to stand on, on the pulpit and preach. Not everyone is called to go, maybe go on, on a missionary trip to Africa. But we are all called to preach the gospel everywhere that we go. We're all called to worship even if we're not on the worship team. We're all called to, to be uh, in church worshiping and, and, and through our life worshiping God. In the same way, we are called to preach the gospel everywhere that we go. Um, and that's that's the Christian life, you know. Um, uh, and I want to go into, I, you guys don't have to flip there, but um, Matthew 28. I think it's something that we've all heard many times. Um, it says, this is Jesus speaking. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am always with you until the end of the age. Um, you know, this is God's commandment for all of us to go preach the gospel. We have this this amazing candle in our hands, and if we're not, if we're taking that for granted, if we just hold it to ourselves, we put it on the shelves, we are, we're useless, our faith is dead. Um, you know, and that was just uh, the introduction to this uh, sermon, but... Um, I just want to get, get into the sermon, and um, I, I don't. We don't even have to flip to it. It's kind of like the Instagram bio verse. Um, it's uh, Philippians four thirteen. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Um, I think that's something that you know even most unbelievers know that verse. You know, athletes tattoo it on their arms and everything, and put it in their. Everyone puts it in their bios. And it's a very good verse to to believe, to know, and understand. You know, when we have that mountain in our way, when we have that giant, when we have this physical thing that we see, this blockage in our life, we are able to call on on God, and He gives us strength to overcome that. You know, it's not yet not I, but through Christ and me. And it's a very important uh, verse to, verse to understand. But um, you know, I, I want us to think about the times when. When we don't see that physical blockage, when we don't see that physical giant in our life, when it seems like things are, are kind of going good for us, you know, when we're when we're living life kind of going through the motions, um, I, I think a e- even greater verse to understand is uh, written in, in John 15. Um, Verses 4 and 5, it says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch, branches cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I think that, that last verse, or last thing, apart from me, you can do nothing. That is very important to understand. Not not just that through Christ we can do everything, but apart from him, we can do nothing. When when we're living our daily life, when we're living a Christian life, we have to understand that we are not able to produce any good by ourselves. And I always talk about how it's, it's kind of ironic that we need God to serve God. You know, apart from God, we can do nothing. Apart from Christ, we can do nothing. Um, I think that's something that I, I want to just... To resonate through this, through this entire message because, um, that's you know, oftentimes we don't realize that the, we need the power of God to live the Christian walk every single day. And, and the sad reality is that, um, we tend to only call on God when we have that giant in our way and, and then we, we tune him out. You know, we say, God, see this giant, please take care of it. And when he does, we put him back on the shelf. You know, we, we tune out. We, get, we go back into our own reality. We go back into our own lives. And, you know, and, and I want us to think about how are we supposed to hear God calling us? How are we supposed to understand our ministry? How are we supposed to hear God sending us out if we only tune into him when we need him? If we don't spend time with him on the daily, if we don't um, live a life of faith that is active, that we continuously are relying on Christ, how are we supposed to hear that calling? How are we supposed to hear those opportunities that come our way? Um, and, and I, w- I want to read Romans 1 says for I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes first to the Jew and also to the Greek for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith just as it is written the righteous will live by faith um, this kind of leads into um, in, into the, the next part of my message Um that, it, you know, it is impossible to please God without faith. It is impossible for us to do anything apart from Christ. If we're not living a life of faith, if we're not living a life that is is constantly relying on God, if we only tune into God when we need him, we're not able to um, share that gospel. We're it, It's not evident in our lives. The whole gospel, um, like I said before, I mentioned, it, you know, it starts at salvation, but it continues through our whole Christian life. We it doesn't just save us. It is our whole entire life. It's what we live by as Christians. Um, and, you know, it, it does get tough sometimes. You know, it, it gets hard. Um, and in Second Corinthians, it says, and he said unto me, my, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, I will rather glory in my weakness than the power of Christ that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my weakness, in, in reproaches, hardships, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Um, praise God. You know, just as, as the worship um, worship team saying, yet yeah, not I, but to Christ and me. In, in order for us to live a godly life, in order us for us to live a life of purpose, we must give up our own desires. We must give up our own passions, our own um, efforts in order that Christ will live through us. Um, yeah, so uh, just leading into my, uh, my, next, uh, my next point, I want, I want to continue um, to open up the word of God um, I'm, I'm gonna be flipping back and forth, so if, if you guys don't want to, um, you know, flip back and forth, I, I get it. But um, I'm gonna be reading from James, two fourteen through nine or through nineteen. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you goes to him and, and says Go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things they need for the body. What good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well, but even the demons believe and shudder. And then verse 26 is for as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. Um, like I mentioned before, um this is this is modern-day Christianity. I believe that many many Christians are, are dead in their faith today. Um they're they're in, in this in this hibernation mode, they're asleep. They um they don't live their life by faith, they're not daily you know, listening to the voice of God so that, um, that he would lead. They were not, they're not living by the Spirit. They're not living by faith. Um, and, and as we just read, it says faith without works is dead. So if there's no works in our life, if we're not seeking out those people that are lost, um, then there's no evidence of our faith. You know, no fruits being produced as a result of our salvation. You know, then just as David said, there is reason to doubt that salvation um, and and we understand that you know we're not those works don't save us those works don't bring us salvation but there is there it's a result of that salvation you know there's no way that you can be saved and not want to live for Christ there's no way you, you are saved and you don't want to preach the gospel there's no way you are saved and you can and just sit there and, and not want to you know do those works um, you know as, as Sam mentioned in, in the first message of the series uh, he talked about what does it mean to live, and, and and he talked about in order for us to live, we must die. We must die to our own, own lust, our own desires, our own plans, and allow Christ to live through us. Only then he is, he is, he's able to do that. Only then is he able to live through us. Only then are we able to live by faith. When we, when we let go of everything else that we're li- relying on, when we let go of everything else that we're holding on to, when we let go of anything that we're, we're trying to get strength from, when we let go of our efforts, that's when Christ is able to work through us. That's when those, those, um, those works come as a result of our faith, as a result of us seeking Christ, as a result of us being near to God, those things become um, evident, those works. Um, you know, if we, if we want to live a life of purpose with a greater calling, we must live a life of faith. It requires us to, to strip ourselves of anything that we rely on and anything that we focus on. You know, just as I just read John 15, it says, abide in me and I will abide in you. And draw near to God, draw near to his to um to his grace, to his to his gospel. Learn it, know it, believe it. You know, not just in your head, but in your heart. Live the life of, of a true Christian. Live the life um, that the gospel that, you know. May the gospel be evident in your life, that you are truly saved, that you were once a wretch and now you are you sa- set free from that. Um, and, and just just as the song they just sang that that Nat was talking about, um, how would they know if, if no one goes out and preaches the gospel? you know how, how, how are they supposed to know that they are lost? How are they supposed to know that there is a greater a calling, a, a, a life full of purposeless, a life that's that takes away their meaningless and fills it with purpose. Um, you know, the, and, and just as, you know, the Bible says Jesus Christ came to give us life and life more abundantly. Um, and, and, and like I've mentioned before, if, if we're not tuning into God, if we just have God on our shelf, if we just have God as, as a backup plan, if we have God as a, a part of our, our schedule, a part of our Sunday morning, um, Monday night schedule, then and he's not working in it the rest of the, of the week. We're not able to uh, do those good works. We're not able to fulfill the, the purpose that Jesus Christ has, that greater calling of, of preaching the gospel, that that greater calling of, of worshiping him. In um, Romans Uh, One I just want to read that real quick. Um, This is, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. This means that Christ living through us and he is only able to do that when we are fully surrendered when we when we give all of our time when we are, are actually seeking when we have a genuine surrender that's when Christ is able to move and live through us you know how it, you know how is Christ supposed to live through us if we're, if we're living for our own selfish desires if we day to day are living for our own plans trying to build up our own kingdom, then Christ is not able to move you know those those kingdoms those walls that we build must be knocked down first in order that we Christ would work in us that we would build up his own kingdom. You know, and, and Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So as we read that, um, we know that without faith, it is p- impossible to, to please God. And also, um, we read before, that faith without works is dead. So if we don't have that faith, if those works aren't evident, if those works aren't glorifying God, if, if, that, if those, our faith is not producing um, works, then we're not pleasing God. We're not glorifying him. We're not, we're not living that purpose that Jesus Christ has call us, called us to live. You know, as, as humans were created to please God, to glorify him, um, you know, that requires us to, to have faith always, to constantly have an active faith, to constantly be relying on Christ for strength to not put on our own efforts, to not try to to do these works on our own, to not try to preach the gospel and and save others by our own words, by our our own efforts, but allowing Christ to live through us. Um, I just, you know, I always think about the opportunities we miss um, as a result of us not tuning into, into God, as a result of us not focusing on Christ, as a result of Jesus not being the center of our lives. Like I mentioned before, if he's just on the shelf and, and we're just living our life, going through the motions, how many opportunities do you miss? Those opportunities that come every day, like Alex is saying at the, at the car wash, you know, if, if he was not spending time with God, if he didn't know the gospel, if he didn't know the power that, that, that has set him free, then he would not be able to preach to that person. You know, he would just be focused on his own life you would be focused on, you know, I got to get to my next place. You know, I'm going to wash my car and I got to go wherever, hang out, got to go do something else, you know. But our mind must be set on heavenly things. You know, when when you allow God to to work through you and let go of your efforts, that's when he's glorified. That's when God is pleased. That's when faith is being exercised exercised through you. Um, And like I mentioned before, you know, a lot of times we think that We only need this faith when there's a mountain in our way, when we have this giant in in our way. But this faith, we we are called to do that, to have this faith every day, to live that Christian life. You know, apart from Christ, I can do nothing. Amen? Apart from Christ, we're not able to please him. We're not able to do these works. We're not able to fulfill um, the, the, the purpose that Christ has given us. Um. I, I was just kind of like scrolling through today the I was just on on the internet, and I was kind of like just wondering um, what is like kind of the the worldly definition of um, living on purpose. And I stumbled across this thing and it says, living with purpose means you know for a fact that your work, your con- contribution, and your life make a positive impact on the lives of others. Having purpose means the work that you're committed to serves humanity in a positive way. You know, this is just on the internet. And um, that last says it serves humanity in a positive way. And we know that um, the only answer to humanity's problem, the only answer to humanity's struggles, the only answer to sin is Jesus Christ. Amen? That's the only purpose, um, the only thing worth living for. The only purpose thing that gives us purpose is Jesus Christ. The only thing that we are to preach about, the only thing that, or the most thing that we are to be passionate about is Jesus Christ. That's what purpose is, to go out and and preach the gospel, to give give, um, light to humanity, to know that your contribution is for a greater good, for a greater calling. Um, John 10.10 10 says, the, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. You know, what is life more abundantly? And Sam covered that in the first week. To live is Christ. To live is Christ, to die is gain. Um, that's what life is. That's what purpose is. is. is living life for Jesus Christ. Living every moment, every second that you have. Don't take it for granted. You know, you, do you think that Jesus Christ, you know, you think that he really died for us to just sit on, on, on the pews to come up to show up to, to Sunday morning service? That takes no, we don't need the power of God to, to wake up at, you know, 930 and stroll in, into the, the balcony or stroll into the, into the benches in the pews. You know, I was uh, talking with um, one of the dads at the church and uh, he was saying, he was talking, someone was telling him, you know, that, that we need the power of God in the church. And he was saying, like, why do we need it right now? Does, does the church really need power to sit down in, in the pews and, and listen and stay awake for two hours? He says the church is not, is not active. The church is not going out and, 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 and uh, preaching. The church is not sharing the gospel, you know? A lot of the Ameri- you know? A lot of America's church is dead. And just as Nat said, you know, how, how will they know if we're not going? We, the only reason we need the power of, of Christ is to, to be a Christian. To go out and preach the gospel, to go out and share what you know what Christ has done for us. We don't need it to come show up on, on a Sunday morning. We need it to, to be a light, to allow Christ to live through us. Um, you know, that, that's what Jesus Christ died for, so that we would leave behind our life of meaninglessness and live for a, a purpose, a greater calling. Um, you know, as as we live in this world that's storing up. Treasures for itself, that's um, constantly focused on me, me, me. Constantly focused on um, on their own plan, on their own schedules. You know, we must be different. We we are called to a greater calling. That that you know, we may not gain anything on this earth, but we're gaining treasures in heaven. We're gaining souls for Christ and as we as we preach the gospel. Um, and, I, and I read this verse before Mark sixteen fifteen. It says he said to all of them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. That's our purpose. That's the greater calling for all of us. Um, It says, uh, and then I want to read Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, it says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that one may boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And this is what the Bible says, that we were created for good works. We were created to serve God, to please him, to worship him. You know, and it says impossible to please God without faith. If we're not living a life of active faith, if we're not living a life of... That we're constantly tuning into God's word, constantly seeking after him, so that he can work through us, so that he he can be the one that's living through us, that's preaching the gospel through us, that we are his hands and feet, that he is giving us power to go up and and, and you know heal the sick, to go out and preach the gospel, to go out and to be unashamed. You know, these these good works, like I mentioned before, they they're not they're not for our salvation. We shouldn't be doing this to gain anything. It's just a result of our salvation. As we become more like Christ, as we give up more, if we sacrifice more to be like more like Christ, those good works will come as a result. The more time we spend with Christ, the more time we will be like him, the more time we will act like him, the more time we will talk and and, and act like him and be a light. That's our purpose to be to be like Christ, to live a life of godliness. As, as David was, was, was preaching about today, um, I, I want to flip to uh, Philippians uh, is uh, 21 and 22. It says, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, yet which I shall choose I cannot tell. That's, that's our theme for um, our, our youth camp is to live as Christ and to die as gain. And I want to focus on verse 22. It says, if I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. I want us to take a, a look and, and, and think about our lives. If we're living for Christ, as Paul said, are we, are we living a, a fruitful life? Do we, is that true for us, for all of us, that if we're living, that we have fruitful labor? That's what it means to live. It's not just that, you know, we're alive here, sitting here, our heart is beating, but that we have fruitful labor, that we are, are, are living a life of, of purpose, that we are living a life that glorifies God, that, that furthers the kingdom of heaven, that we're seeking out those lost souls, those, those brothers and sisters that are, you know, sitting among us today that are, are broken, that are lost. So that's our purpose. Um... I want to ask the question of, um, you know, are are we answering that call? Are we answering that call that Christ, that 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 greater calling, that greater purpose? You know, I'm 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 convicted to preach this message today. Um, it, it's it's something that I feel like should be convicting to all of us because, um, a, a lot of times we 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 get caught up in our own lives we get caught up in whatever we're trying to get to get you know whatever balls we're building up um that we don't tune into god's voice to hear those opportunities um you know so many times i i, I took the easier route of just staying silent of just keeping things to myself even like this this past saturday um me and and sam and Ruben, ran into some kids at parma that used to go to our school they were talking to um a, a kid Nate and then i talking to my friend Jake um and they were probably like the the biggest potheads in in the school um back then and and looking at them I could see like still so broken so lost I was talking to to Jake and he was he was saying like you know i'm I'm just starting to, trying to start a business to, to sell marijuana you know and i and and, and it was, you know, it was hard. It was just to, to, to tell him, like, you know, that, you know, I had that perfect opportunity to tell him, like, that's meaningless. And I kind of just kind of stood a little quiet and, you know, and I was so convicted, so, so ashamed of that. Um, but praise God, you know, I got a Snapchat that um, later, you know, we, I Snapchatted him and, and told him, like, uh, you know, that, that there is purpose in Christ, that there is a life of meaningness. You know that he can leave behind those things that um, are, are causing him depression. He was talking about like how you know he has no idea where his life is going, and, and I told him about you know Christ, and I, I think he got a little uh, annoyed of the messages I was sending because he kind of stopped replying. But um, I pray that I pray that those things that I, I mentioned would would resonate in his in his head that God would do His work, um, and just like just as I said, you know, yet yeah, not I but Christ through me that God would. Uh, continue to, you know, touch his heart. But um, I, w- I want to flip to Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. It says, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, reprove Um, like the first couple verses says be ready in season and out of season like that that Saturday night when I ran into those two friends like I, I was I was just not feeling it like I just wanted to go home and, and sleep it was you know long two weeks of TBS and I I, I didn't I, I didn't feel like it And so many times we don't feel like it we we put we're we just put God on the shelf for a little bit and we just take a seat uh, seat back and relax and we miss all those opportunities you know and um. Was, his word calls us to be in ready in season and out of season. When it doesn't seem like the, the um there there's possibility that fruits can be produced, when we when we feel so dry, when we feel like there's such a lack, we must, you know, push through and, 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 and go through those callings and, and, and remember that you know it is Christ who strength who strengthens me. You know, apart from Christ I can do nothing, and through him I can do everything. You know, it says in the last, it says, "Do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry." This is all of our ministries to preach the gospel. This is our greater calling. This is what a life of purpose brings. It brings joy. It brings um, life more abundantly. It 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 brings us to, to preach the gospel. You know, I want us to reflect on our own life. Are, are we truly, truly living the life that God called us to live? Are you truly, truly living a life that is worthy to preach the gospel? You know, if you're not living that life um, according to the gospel, if you're not living that life of faith, then there's no way that you're able to answer that calling. There's no way you're living for God. There's no way you're living for a purpose greater than your own. You know you know without God is it is impossible to produce that fruit to be fruitful I w- I'm gonna flip to w- what we were reading today um, in second Peter and I, I didn't even know that you know that we were going through this in the exposition but praise God that he's working I want to read um second Peter chapter one verses three through eight I'm going to read it again his divine power has granted us And knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and aren't increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We have everything we need to live a life according to godliness. We have everything we need to live a life of purpose, to live a life of greater calling. With Christ, we have everything. That's everything we need. We have the Word of God. We have the Holy Spirit. We have Jesus Christ. There is no excuses for us to not be living a life of ungodliness, to not be going out and and preaching. There's no excuses. Jesus Christ has been gracious enough to give us Holy Spirit, to give us power to overcome. To, get, to, to give us a life of purpose. You know, we, we can all think back to, a, to a, a point in our lives when we, when we felt like we are, had no purpose. When we were living a life of meaninglessness, you know. When, when our lives were, were broken. When we were living for ourselves. But as Christians, Christ gives us Purpose. And that is to, to fulfill our calling, to have life more abundantly, to preach the gospel, to live a fruitful life. You know it's, it's very convicting to think about if we're living a life that's worthy of preaching the gospel, if we're living a life that's fruitful, if we truly go out and seek those that are broken, if we truly take the time to, you know you know, we, we were talking in, in a group before this uh, service if we truly take the time to find those people who, who don't have anybody. You know, we have our friends, we have our people that are comfortable, we have our family that we just chill with, you know, basically every day. We're, we're young, you know, we always hang out. But if we can't take the time to find those people, you know, from our old schools, from, from, from work, even sitting in the pews today, I'm, I'm sure there's broken people, you know. Um, that, that's life of, of purpose is when we're living not for ourselves, but we, we've surrendered ourselves so that Christ would live through us, that Christ would, would, would work in us. Um, you know, I pray that this message was um, not only convicting, but encouraging as well. You know, it was definitely convicting as, as I was writing this and, and praying about it, um, you know, because we can never do enough to, uh, for, for Christ, you know. But I pray that this encourages us to go out, to live a life of faith, to live a life that pleases God, to live a life that um, is fruitful, that we go out and and, and preach the gospel, that we live a life of a higher calling. Um, Praise God.